What is going on, guys? This is episode three. I am here with my boy. How's it going? It's collab, Daniel. And I'm Chris, and uh, we're here. Like, again, we, we for the most part, we talk wrestling, but maybe we'll switch it up. Who knows? But I do want to start with wrestling because look behind me, wrestling, everything wrestling here. Um, I was watching the Royal Rumble 2010 the other day, collab, mm-hmm. and I was trying to compare... It's hard to compare, but trying to compare Edge's 2010 performance and Edge's 2021 performance. That sounds so weird. 2010 and 2021. <laughs> wow. Um, but he in 2010, the problem was he was a surprise entrant and he, he was coming off an injury just like 2021. And uh, the whole the whole thing with that Royal Rumble that actually was unreal was Shawn Michaels in that Royal Rumble match, the story of I need to take on the I need to take on the Undertaker again because he was a champion. He beat Rey Mysterio earlier on in the night. And when Shawn Michaels got eliminated, it was like, okay, what the hell's going on here? The final four, I think, were Batista, Cena, Edge, and I think Triple H sounds about right. And Edge ended up getting a win. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty funny, but Edge, Triple H, Triple H, yep. But Edge Edge ended up getting the win, eliminating Cena and it was kind of I don't want to say funny, but just the way that it ended, it was so like random, like he just kind of pushed the rope down and Cena just flopped over and say, like, "Okay, Edge wins the Rumble. Who are you going to face? You face Jericho and he lost at Mania." So I guess I'll ask you in everything I've just said and everything that we've basically seen the last week and what we discussed last week, I feel like they're doing it all over again. And, and, and he's losing, you're saying? Yeah. You think he's going to lose? I think he's going to I lose. think it's possible. I mean, people are supposed to, the old, the old day rule is you leave on your way out. I mean, Taker didn't leave on his way out, but, no. um, but I mean, I mean, he's, he's done so many other things for the business. He doesn't, his character doesn't need to leave, doesn't need to lose on the way out. But um, uh, Edge could be doing that. He could be doing all this just to build up, if it's Roman, just to build up Roman. Or if it's Drew, just to build up Drew even more. Having a win over Edge is huge. Yeah. I mean, I was... we have a Hall of Famer now going to going to winning the Rumble and going to Mania. It's, <laughs> it's so, uh, I don't want to say puzzling because we were in this whole, when Batista won, but they were building the whole evolution um, main event. They had Orton, they had Batista, Triple H was potentially going to be in it. And fans like us at the time, we didn't want to see it. I mean, we, we grew up on evolution, but we didn't want to see a 45 year old, another 45 year old and like a 38 year old going for the main title. That just sounds stupid. But now that we're looking at it, I mean, me being an edge fan, it's, I'm kind of a hypocrite that I'm now that I'm kind of thinking about it. And it, it it's funny. I mean, do I want Edge to win? Of course I do. Do I think he will win? Uh, I really don't know. But I, the more I think about it, I don't think fans want to see Roman Reigns and Edge. And I don't think fans want to see Edge versus Drew McIntyre. Because I'll, I'll go back to my argument before. Edge is, again, he came back. It's great. But he's not a full-timer anymore. And if he wants to be a full-timer, and if he is, because right now he hasn't really confirmed it, that's great on him, but I don't. I just don't see the build being 
on like for okay we talked about drew and sheamus going at it sheamus i think could win if drew versus edge at wrestlemania the crowd is not going to be invested i at least i don't think they will be invested enough and believe that edge will win if roman reigns takes on edge spear versus spear that's a typical that's a that's like a layup storyline if 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 they really want to be lazy yeah okay you got it roman reigns he's got a spear edge he's got a spear Spear versus spear match, like mm-hmm. when they did with Randy Orton and Edge, the greatest wrestling match ever. I don't know what the hell that was, but whatever. So my thing here is, why did why did it have to be Edge? And he's now in a tough spot where it's either he's going to be the Jericho in this situation and put a young guy over, or he's going to win the WWE title or Universal title and probably be a transitional champion and when you realistically look at it, are majority of fans going to be okay with that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's it's hard because because as we've we've said before, Edge Edge still still got it. He still moves. So seeing him hold the title would be it's you can make the same argument. It's like seeing someone. Well, I mean. I'm, not really, because Edge got, Edge got injured. But just in terms of age, it's like seeing it's it's like should we have complained when when they gave uh, AJ Styles the title? No, he took it and ran with it. He did a good job with it. He's still going full time. You know, Edge comes back. I I think the intent seems like it's full time. I mean, what's the po- I mean, I what's the point of showing up on 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 three brands if you're not really going to stay there for more, more like longer than a year? Really, like if you're not going to I understand the point is to really bring out all three brands and make them equally as important and that the Royal Rumble choice, as Charlotte pointed out last year, can go to anyone. The, the winner can choose any belt. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. Seeing him go with Roman, I don't know. Like, I think the best situation is Edge losing. I don't know where he takes this with this unless they have a, they have big plans with him with the belt and he keeps he maybe he works with Styles or maybe he works with Seth. Maybe he works with younger people. And uh, just brings up more people. I mean, Edge is one of those people that likes to work with people who are good. So, if anything, we'll get a good match, <laughs> a great yeah. match. With yeah, Edge, I just so. I just wanted to bring that up because I was looking back, like when I was watching the the 2010 Rumble, and then I'm like, this is hilarious because he came back from an injury and it was a nice story, and then he goes to WrestleMania and he loses to Chris Jericho in a very I won't say underwhelming match, but just kind of like, kind of. It's like okay, you 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 really made edge come back from a pretty devastating injury. I think he was out like eight months, which is almost as the same as this injury, the, the, the amount of time and he goes back and he loses at WrestleMania, not even main eventing. And it's just kind of, it fell off. So I hope WWE doesn't go in that direction again, where it's like, yeah, edge is a, it's a big time name. He's coming off an injury. Chris Jericho at the time was huge. He was one of the biggest heels in the company. Roman Reigns right now, one of the biggest heels in the company I just hope they don't one, go down one that road. One of the road. biggest heels in wrestling. He's oh huge. yeah, and, and it, he, he's he's completely changed people's thoughts on on how he perceives himself as a wrestler. Yeah, and, he's doing and it. He's he's doing a fantastic job, and you even have Paul Heyman now. I just hope they don't they don't just look at Edge and be like, yeah, you know, you were great, you're a legend, but you gotta you know you you gotta put him over, and it's gonna be an like it's gonna be a twelve minute match, but. Because people are starting to believe that this is a predictable mania. And the the whole theme for me over the years has been, if you're going to win the Royal Rumble, don't make the main event of WrestleMania predictable. Don't 
like don't have, like the Cena when he won the Rumble, and then it's like okay, we know Cena's taking the belt from the Rock. That like a whole nother video we could talk about how you could have had Undertaker and CM Punk for the title, and then you have Rock and Cena too. It, it didn't really matter, but if they do this, if they really have Edge come out, beat Roman Reigns. I feel like it's a lose-lose scenario in my mind. And I don't want to sound negative or anything, but I was really thinking about it, especially last night. I went to bed pretty late just thinking about wrestling and, and, and obviously the Super Bowl was on. But you look at – so Edge is a legend. If he goes and faces Roman Reigns, he beats Roman Reigns, that's going to get a lot of backlash. What, what, why would Edge be the guy to stop Roman Reigns' momentum? And then if Roman Reigns wins – it's like, okay, you probably could have, if you wanted to have a face guy take on Roman Reigns and really elevate the feud and elevate the, the WrestleMania type match, you give it to Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan versus Roman Reigns, I feel like is the more appealing, the more attractive match. It'll probably get a little bit more, not, maybe not respect, but it, it'll get a little more um, acknowledgement, I think, around the world. Edge is no like I'm, Edge is amazing, but you have an Edge, a 49 year old taking on Roman Reigns. I hope they don't fuck it up. I just I just want to see I want to see this be not predictable. I really hope. I I, I, I guess we just gotta wait and see how the uh, wait and see how they're going. Do they have any any other prospects for uh, Roman as 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 a challenger? Do as are they bringing anyone up for him other than Kevin Owens? No. I, I don't want to see him and Owens at Mania. I think they fought enough, and Owens, not Owens as a person, Owens as a character, Kevin Owens doesn't deserve another shot because he's lost like three in a row. Like doesn't make sense. But then again, it's WWE. I mean, Kevin Owens as a person behind the character is an amazing wrestler, and he deserves all the shots. But the character doesn't make sense right now to just give him the WrestleMania fight with 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 Roman, even though they've had amazing fights. It just he keeps losing. <laughs> Yeah, it, I think I, I I don't know who they're gonna put with Roman. Again, we saw on SmackDown Cesaro. I want to say he turned face after he beat Brian, which to me that was a surprise. Wow, he beat Brian on SmackDown. Wow, I didn't think that would ever happen. But Big E, he you know he he had the triple threat match for the IC title. I really thought that was where Sami Zayn was gonna reclaim it, and then you can maybe go with Big E versus Roman Reigns if. Edge is facing Finn Balor or Drew McIntyre. I don't see Finn Balor, but it, it was nice that he went on NXT and he gave them love and he gave them recognition. But mm-hmm. I, I'm still going to say Daniel Bryan if Edge goes with Drew McIntyre. But again, like you said um, before last week, Drew McIntyre and Edge, at least to me, is not that appealing. I mean, I... I I love yeah. I love Drew. He's been amazing. You know, the, the finish will be uh, uh, Edge going for a spear into a claymore. Like it's it's been done before with Roman. Like it's just it doesn't need to. I don't know. They they're both good guys, but I don't know. That that's a tough face unless they turn Edge heel. That's a tough or the Drew heel. But no, they can't because now they have uh, now they have Sheamus involved. Yeah, I think with Sheamus involved, that takes Drew out of that out of that scenario. I don't think he's going to be involved with Edge. Yeah. And you could kind of, I mean, I don't know if you saw SmackDown when you saw Kevin Owens come out and stun uh, Roman Reigns. Like to end I the, did see it. The, the promo that Reigns cut was, it, it sent a message, not just to me as a viewer, but I think 
to almost everybody around the world saying, okay, I'm pretty sure we're going to get Roman Reigns and Edge because you don't talk to Edge like that. And then Edge says, yeah, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to face you. Because if you look at it, Drew didn't really say anything. Finn Balor really didn't say anything. Roman Reigns was the only one that said, say my name. <laughs> and it's like, uh, no, I'm not going to say your name. <laughs> so um, if they do, I think they're going to do Roman Reigns and Edge. But again, bringing it up like I did, 2010 Rumble. It looks like they're going to do that all over again. And it's pretty funny. 11 years later, and looks like both of Edge's Royal Rumble wins are uh, not going to result in a title. But hey, two-time money in the bank. Yeah, he's Mr. Opportunist, so we'll see. I don't know. I'll, 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 my last thoughts on this is that I don't, I don't, I don't know who they're going to have uh, defeat Roman. If they do, it's got to be in a not clean fashion because Roman is just too, he's, he's doing it, you know? Yeah. There's no stopping. There's no stopping. I was just thinking of Roman Reigns' run and CM Punk's run, just how like Punk was on top of the world. And you really didn't know who would beat him. It's like, okay, it's either Cena or he's not losing it, like, for a long time. And this is yeah. it right now. Like, is it Seth Rollins? He's a mm, heel. Still. I don't think so. Is it Daniel Bryan? He's just, it could he, be. He just lost to Cesaro on SmackDown. I don't know if that really. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I don't think it's Cesaro. <laughs> That'd be amazing. But like, That'd be crazy. We have to build we, that up now. Me and you have talked so many times about how wins and losses should always matter. It doesn't matter if it's SmackDown, Raw, NXT, main event. Like wins and losses should matter in WWE. And if mm-hmm. and if if they do matter, is it Cesaro? Like I, it just seems so off because it's a guy that we wanted to see succeed, and he's never gotten that ball. He they teased it those assholes when he won the Andre the Giant. And then nothing happened after that. He became a even, Paul Heyman guy for what an hour. Even a couple of years ago, when they put him in that fatal four way, but then they but then Kevin Owens, right? He was in that forty four with Kevin Owens when the Kevin IC Owens title. got yes. help. Yeah, wasn't that when the Miz won? No, the one with Kevin Owens where um with um uh, where Triple H pedigreed someone and gave the win to Owens. That was not Cesaro. You want to know who that oh, was? Cesaro wasn't in that. No, no, but was he in that? No. It oh, was, wasn't it a fatal four-way? It was KO. It was Seth Rollins. Yeah. It was Roman Reigns. Okay. And it was and big. Asked? And it was Big Cass. Oh, it was Big Cass. Okay, should it could have been Cesaro. Should have. Should have been. Should have been, been me. No, not me. <laughs> it should have been Cesaro. Well, I mean, if it's Big Cass, it could have. It should have been Callisto at that point. Like. Oh God. <laughs> just throw him in there, but yeah, that's I guess. I didn't want to talk about Edge and Roman again this week, but I just, I brought, I like, I watched the Royal Rumble 2010 and I'm like, oh my God, do not go down that same road again. I don't know. Yeah, we, we, we just, we just got to see what happens. See who's going to topple Roman. I don't think it'll be Edge. I don't think he deserves it to be, to be honest with you. But like that, that, that'll be like a, what the hell are you doing moment? Like, like, okay. But again, Brock Lesnar defeated the streak. Never, ever thought ever. Brock Lesnar also went over on Roman at, at, at Mania. 30, was, he did. 33? 33. 33 or 34? Yeah, he went 34. He went over on Roman and I was, he was even upset about that. He didn't want to go over on Roman. That was terrible. It made him bleed. <laughs> yeah, that was, <laughs> was, I think I looked at you after the match. I'm like, what was that? 
yeah, kicked we, out of five we, out of five. Like, oh. We as the fans suffered through that just to see Brock leave with the title. <laughs> and we're like, wait, why did he beat him up for half an hour? <laughs> I think my favorite part of that whole run was when he left and they vacated the belt and it was Braun versus Roman in the Hell in the Cell and he comes back and we're like, oh, no, was, I, please, no. I actually... <laughs> Holy shit, man. That was like, I think I looked at you. I'm like, they, we can't get rid of this guy. Like we literally, oh, he's, he's going to be back. the champ forever. You know, Goldberg's coming back too. You know what's happening. What, are we going to get Goldberg versus Lesnar 20, part 80? <laughs> 2025. Oh my okay, God. hold on. Okay, I was I was I was also doing some um, some wrestling watching the other day. I watched an old pay per view and a and a new pay per view. Uh, I didn't watch full pay per views because um, too long. <laughs> no, not too long. I, I usually do do the full. I, I I did I did do the full pay per views, but not in one sitting. Like I've, I I went throughout throughout the week just like viewing the pay per view. Mm-hmm. Because one of them was WrestleMania 35, and that is long. That's way too long. That's like eight hours. That's way too long. And I'm not sitting. Here's what I. Okay, I'll show you. What, I'll tell you what I did watch. I definitely watched Seth Rollins versus Brock. I thought that match was fantastic. <laughs> it wasn't a match. It was just a thank God Seth won. Yeah. <laughs> when he attacked him, when the when Brock attacked when the match started, I was like, no, no, they're not doing this um yeah that was weird that that match i i i like that they started off the night with that that was very fun i mean not counting the pre-show but let's say the main show um i then watched i i I watched the iconics versus the the boston hug connection versus Nia jackson tamina versus beth and natalia and that's when the iconics picked up their uh the, the tag team titles the women's tag team titles I thought that was pretty good. It was fun. It was a little chaotic. Uh, but the finish, I think, was great. Where um, Beth Phoenix hits, I believe it was Bailey with a... Um, oh my God, I can't think of her move, but she picks them up by the legs. But she stood on the second rope and she's holding them and she smashed Bailey down. Like she jumped off the second rope and smashed Bailey down. And then Billy Kane, Payne Royce, like tossed her out of the ring and just pinned her. I was like, yes, perfect. That's how you that's how you gotta book it. It's the iconics, their heels. Well, the whole thing for that match, I remember when we talked about it was they were the only uh, like real tag team. That's right. And they were the only ones who were actually, yeah. And we were like, okay, if if they go with this for a lot longer, they're not gonna have a tag division. So they had to have the iconics win. And again, it's a huge moment for them too. Like they they're dreaming of that moment forever. So when they have a moment like that, it's just, it's a shame what's gone on now, but you look at what, yeah. so what, that was two years ago, 20, yeah, 2019, WrestleMania yep. 35. You know it. The, the tag division, I mean, I don't want to say I had a, I knew it was coming, but like you can't have a women's tag division and have like three teams. Like, you can't, you need, you need teams. Where's the division right now? They, they, they've completely, there is no division. And thank, God the tag for, teams. thank God for Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross because that was actually entertaining as hell when they were the champs. Like I was actually yeah, they like, were. Oh, I, I like that. I like that as well. Yeah, I like that as well. It's, it's it was good though that the Iconics won that. Now one one match I did watch and we've talked about this before, but the uh, Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan match. Now 
I've said before, I, th- I thought Kofi Kingston was always an amazing wrestler. I just, I just don't think that they, they, I know Daniel Bryan's a kind of a short guy too, but I don't think even with this buildup, yes, they did, they did build Kofi up, but it's, I don't know. It was hard to see like, is like Kofi beating Daniel Bryan is just such a, um, it's at that time, even now, it's just such a thing where you think you're like Kofi Kingston beating Daniel Bryan, like Daniel Bryan, the person who took on triple H one who, who had like a, 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 an arm injury. Then he took on, um, Orton and Batista. Then he took on Orton and Batista and Triple H interfered in that match too. And he won that as well. But you know what? I watched this match. The promo was, was um, amazing, but this match was art. Like it was, it was, um, it was amazing. Like there, I, I forgot how many close, 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 so close calls there were at false finishes. And um, the aftermath celebration was just beautiful. Like I, 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 I had tears in my eyes. Like I was all, I was like, wow, this is really, this is what they were going for. And they nailed it. And to see all the fans there celebrating too, it was just, it's something. I'm happy he got that before we went into lockdown. The one thing I'll say about that, and I agree with everything you said with Kofi being like a great wrestler. He's won the IC title numerous times, the tag titles, tag numerous titles. Times, the US title numerous times. He's but a this is Royal Rumble icon already. Oh, he saves himself. Yeah, that no, th- that's that's I love that. Those are oh, I always cool. look forward to that every year. <laughs> that's one of those things where everyone looks forward to WrestleMania. Everyone looks forward to our truth segments. I look forward to Kofi Kingston. You know, Royal Rumble. I love uh, our elimination. <laughs> um, but going back to that, yeah, I I remember that match vividly, and the only problem I have with that was the predictability. Yeah, that's true. Like everybody knew Kofi was winning and I loved it again. It was great. The Oh my God. When he ran it, when he kicked out of the running knee, I I was like, he also didn't tap. Like there were, there were, he put on the, like the label lock multiple times. He had the label lock for a while. I remember he he was in the middle of the ring. I'm like, okay, this might, is this it? And he just did not give up. And then when, yeah, when Biggie and Xavier went in the ring and celebrated and, yeah, it was it was a big moment, but again, if there was one thing I would take back, it was the build for it because they kind of made it like right. They made it to Daniel Bryan like <laughs> I didn't see Kofi as a real threat to Daniel Bryan. Kofi needed to be booked as an actual person who like they need to show they need to show off more of his wrestling. I'm sure they. I mean, I, I remember the package they showed off. You know, people have been cheering for him over the years. This and that. You're exactly right. They went with the underdog Daniel Bryan against Daniel Bryan, who was the underdog. You know four years ago at uh or even five years ago at 14 right and um in 2014 yeah yeah that was five yeah and five years before he even used the he even used the b plus player thing like that was awesome but um just the build on kofi's side it, i i it, it was more of a because kofi's a he's not a very muscular I'm, I'm not muscular, but he's not like, he's not like the rock. He's not, he's not like these uber muscular guys. Who he's not a Vince McMahon these, guy. These big guys. Um, but, oh my God, that was a WWE championship match. That was insane. And I mean, Daniel Bryan's in it, you know, it's going to be good. And Goldfin Kingston has only, has only been gone better ever since he started. And is he going to, what do you think about another Kofi title run? Do you think that is in the future? WWE title run? Um if they really want to, like I said before with Big E, because we have really shifted our focus from 
Kofi Kingston to Big E the last year and a half. And, and that's not Kofi's fold. that's not Kofi's fault. Um, but Big E has been the NXT well, the, he never won the NXT title. He came close to winning it and he feuded with Rollins. And it's either like I feel like in order to get over the hump for Big E to go into main event status, I feel like Vince McMahon is telling him, you're going to probably have to feud with Seth Rollins one more time for the Intercontinental title. And if it's like an A-plus match... And we Seth could see Rollins, that at SummerSlam. Yeah, like, uh, I think it was Alino. He asked me the other day, he said, do you see Big E dropping the title um, anytime soon? And I said... I do. I said, if he drops the title, it's only positive for him and Bobby. Yeah. Him and Bobby Lashley are in the same spot right now. I feel I, like... I love Bobby. He's been killing it. If they both lose the title, they're... They're not going down. They're just going. They're going up. So they're good. If they go on a collision course at Mania and you have an inner promotional match, that's great. That you could do that. But going back to what you thought, what you said with Kofi, I don't see him winning another WWE title, and that is just for the moment specifically. If they really wanted to uh, look like look back in history and like, oh wow, like Kofi Kingston, that moment at Mania. Brings tears to the fans' eyes every time you watch it. You go back and watch it. If he really wants to keep, if he really wants to keep it like that, you don't give him another title. And I think Mm -hmm. it's better for him, honestly, because then that's when people are going to start saying, "Oh, he's been he was injured for a year and a half. He was just with the New Day. He goes right back to the tag division, and then what? He goes back to the WWE title. Like, there's so many backlog of opinions that I feel like could ruin a Kofi Kingston. So. No, I don't think he's going to win it again. I don't, especially with Drew back now. I don't, I don't see it. I think, I think the New Day could have easily, they, they could have easily, they could have easily killed the New Day with all of their title runs, but the New Day themselves, each member it, working so hard that they do and their promos and everything that they do is just, they're, even though they're given all these title uh, shots and they're, they're in all these pay-per-views, they deserve to be there. Oh yeah, and, Absolutely. I think if we're going to get another match where Kofi is involved in a title, I think it might be in a capacity against one of the other two members of the New Day. And that, well, I mean, again, that's when you you go against the whole emotional story. I mean, it, it, I mean, it will be emotional, but in a different way. It will be more, you're my brother, but I have to get this. I have to win, like like with, like with Sheamus and Drew, but they would yeah, probably they build it as a face and face. Complete- in a complete disgraceful way. They don't always have to do that. They can just do it as like a, it actually yeah, am- like a brotherly challenging. It amazes me of how long they've been together because I think we've said for the last two years that they're going to break up like any time now. What's it been like 2013? Oh, it's been a while. It's been, been a, a long team. time. And, yeah. and, and, and they've done the heel face, heel face. <laughs> they've gone back and forth. To me, I'm not going to lie. Like, I've watched, we've watched a lot of tag teams over the years. Like I'll, like the Hardys, the Edge and Chris, like the Dudley, there's so many, but man, the New Day, they might be top three. And that's- The New Day is amazing. That's in a hot quali- take. In, no, not just in match quality, but in promo quality and of, yeah, I match do- and promo quality are just A+. I'll never forget in the Hell in the, se- or in, sorry, in the Elimination Chamber, when it was all three of them and they were the heels and it was like a three on two on everyone else. And it was 
unreal. It's like, yep, the numbers game. Yep, they're the new day. They're going to win. They're the heels. They're the cocky guy. Like, just, Xavier Woods is a heel with the trombone. Oh, my God, man. Like, that yeah, they killed can, me. All, all, all three of them can pull off both very, very well, heel and face. I guess he, my, my question, we'll actually, I'll ask you this question because we've I've always kind of – do you look at all of them equally? Do I look at all of them equally? Yeah. I look at all of them with they, – they all have different strengths. I mean, they're a team for a reason. Everyone has to bring something to the table. Bring, bring – e, excuse me. Big E obviously brings uh, the bronze to the table. Uh, Kofi brings that high, high fly athleticism. He brings that speed. Xavier just gets down and dirty and technical. Like he, like he'll, he'll wrestle people, not Matt wrestle people, but he knows how to get out of situations and, you know, squirm his way out of positions. And he knows how to do holds and submissions that that's his thing. Kofi's all there with the kicks and the high flying and his, his, his actually, even Xavier gets in there with the high fly. even Biggie jumps off the top row, baby. So <laughs> every, <laughs> I mean, a while he puts himself through the ropes, but each of them have their own thing, but they all complement each other very well. Very well. Um, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, you, we talked about the Miz last week. He has the money in the bank briefcase. If it's not Daniel Bryan and, and they go with, like, let's say the Miz cashes in on Roman or uh, Edge and he wins the WWE, the Universal title. Would would fans your universal champion the Miz? And oh, I would love that. It's happening. It's happening. And uh, I am the champion of the universe. <laughs> like he'll do it. Like he'll <laughs> he'll put that belt over, man. Just like he did with the IC the IC title, he'll do it, man. It's if I'm good with that option. But here's Even my if thing. He steals it away from both of them, Edge and 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 Roman. They can do some sort of thing where. You know, Roman, they, they beat the shit out of each other all throughout the arena, and they're both down, and then Miz just comes in and takes it and leaves. <laughs> My biggest question, though, we've said the Miz and Daniel Bryan have been linked forever, but now that I'm thinking about it, Kofi Kingston has to be in there, too. So if you want to go with Kofi coming back from an injury, why don't you do Kofi Kingston versus the Miz for the Universal title? But again, oh, that's not that's not big enough. That's not going to get the fans. Are you kidding me? Those two in a main event? No, that's not. No, that's not good enough. Look what just happened with Kofi and Brian. A lot of people were like, these two as WWE champ? Are you kidding me? This is not going to fly. And I, I could see that happening, actually, now that I think about it. Because we talk about Brian so many times. And like you said, is Brian in a position where he's like, I don't need the title anymore. I don't want the title. He, he doesn't. So he doesn't maybe... Maybe it's Kofi He's just Kingston. here to have matches. I, w- I wouldn't mind that now that I'm thinking about it. I need a Kofi shirt. <laughs> Same. I have a I have the New Day shirt. Not on not on me now. I have I, I have the I have the blue one. Should I go get it? Hey, it's up to you. I I, I was thinking of getting a New Day shirt. I don't know if it's the blue one, the pink one, the per I don't like whatever. I just want a New Day shirt because <laughs> I'll prepare next time. I'll I'll wear it next time. But yeah, what was the, um, what was the other pay per view you watched? Hold on, before we finish that, um, the only other match I watched, I like, I didn't. Some, okay, I watched Samoa Joe versus Ray only because I happened <laughs> to get up and get another bottle of water and then sit down and it was done. <laughs> so we Terrible. can say that I watched. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Roman and Drew. I didn't watch. I didn't want to do the Triple H and Batista again. Um, 
Baron and Kurt, no. <laughs> uh, Finn Balor and Bobby, they didn't give that enough time. Uh, oh anyway, God. and then uh, Becky Lynch, Ronda, and Charlotte. I thought that was a very good match. It was very physical. Uh, Ronda took bumps. I forget how many, like, I forget how how much she just put herself in the way of just, like, in in the way of getting harmed. Like, there's one there's one spot where Ronda, you know, um, let's, say, we'll, let's say this is the rope, the top rope. You know, <laughs> Ronda's on this side of the rope. She's holding Charlotte's arm. She's pulling it down. There's 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 no rope break because you know it's a triple threat, and um, she's she's holding onto her arm, but she's upside down. So she's like like a spider holding onto her arm, like upside down. So her head would be near the apron is right, mm-hmm. and uh, Becky comes and she drop kicks Ronda underneath Charlotte, <laughs> and Ronda just goes boop, and like her head hits the floor and she hits the 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 thing. And I'm like oh, that. That, see, like that match was like so sloppy. I thought it was fine. You, you re rewatch it. The finish is the only thing that they could have changed a camera angle on. Even after watching it now, they could definitely update the camera angle on that, get a different angle because the, the shoulders go up after one, and that's not okay. But you know what? At the end of the day, if the ref doesn't see it, it doesn't matter. Nope. <laughs> Bianca's feet touch the floor. Who gives a shit? The Did ref they? didn't see it. That's what people are saying. The Rock's feet touched the floor when he beat the when he threw the Big Show. Oh, absolutely! The ref didn't see it. Absolutely doesn't matter. <laughs> I remember seeing that. I'm like, wait, the, the you literally the rocks, you, you you literally see like the <laughs> like the plant. It's like he whole... plant he planted, gripped, and he fell out. And I'm like, wait, Big Show's the winner here. Big Show's going to WrestleMania. <laughs> You know what, though? Now that I'm thinking about that match, the expectations were freaking ridiculous for that main event. Like The, the build was amazing. The build was great. I thought the build was very good for a WrestleMania match. Remember, we went to the house show. And they, like, they were trying Respect. so hard to build Ronda as a heel. So hard. She's oh, ripping yeah. signs. She's, like, flipping people off. Like, oh, and Becky, of course, the run she had was stone cold like so like that i think that's what bit that match in the ass was the expectations for the first ever main event and it just kind of fell flat like you said at the end it was just whatever and of course the 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 thing you remember most about matches at least in my lifetime when i experienced wrestling is the promo Mm -hmm. the finish and the finish and that's it and you remember some some big spots if there are some, but they tried to remember they tried to do a table spot and Charl and someone just didn't run at the table properly and they didn't break it and it was just like oh no it it, it was Rhonda she didn't run at it and they they were supposed to flip her into the corner table do her yes and yes Becky and oh. Charlotte did like the double and they just they just didn't and I was like oh and then poor Michael Cole you know he's got the script in front of him like this and <laughs> as as she hits the table they go he broke she they threw Charlotte through the table and I'm like, they didn't really throw her through the table. The table didn't doesn't even have a crack on it. Like, <laughs> come on. Like, just look, just look at what's happening. That, that's all I ask. That's all I ask. I know Michael Cole is good at his job. They just need to let him do his job. <laughs> I, I forgot that Drew faced Roman. Like yeah, when I don't you just said that, that, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> that was so that. bad. Terrible. <laughs> Drew and Roman are good now. 
now they're great. No, they're great. Now. That they were good before, but that match was was just not it for them. No, no, no. It wasn't booked to their strengths. Okay, the other match that the other pay per view that I watched again in strides in parts was from 1998. Nice. I'll see if you can guess it. It was one of the big four. Survivor Series. Okay, one more. I, okay, uh, I'll say SummerSlam because I really hey. hope, okay. I'll just say I really, hey. I really hope it's not the Royal Rumble. <laughs> my, my mind, the way my mind is, it's like I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure with yours too. I, I mean, I, st- I still play the video games. I still watch. I mean, wrestling is wrestling to me. People always say, "Oh, it's better now than it," or it's, "It was better before." It's wrestling. It's, it's wrestling. the same. I've it seen evolves. bullshit then. I see bullshit yeah. now. Um, I just, I just watched. Uh, a Yokozuna doc, the icon thing on him, and they brought up when he won the Rumble, when he threw threw Macho Man over the top rope. <laughs> that would have gotten destroyed. These that would have gotten destroyed on social media today. Oh, absolutely. Wrestling is wrestling, and that's just how it is. But uh, the idea of that finish of that, just talking about the '93 Rumble, the idea of Yokozuna throwing someone over the top rope to win a match is amazing. <laughs> that's a the, the like the that that idea for that character to do that is is jokes. <laughs> I mean, thank God there was no social media back then because you look back at, like, the story and he was, you know, that dominant fridge that no one could beat. And, of course, the guy that yep. beats them is Hulk Hogan because... I, I don't want to talk about that. But, that, like, that. That was in the icon. That, that was in the Yeah, I, saw, I remember I, I went, when I watched the Rumble and I saw, like, the promo for it and, like, they had Rikishi talking, they had Roman talking. Like, he was a big part of everybody in it right now. So if there's no Yokozuna, if there's no Owen Hart, if there's no Brad, if there's no, then there's not a lot of these superstars right now. Yeah. Like Billy Bob, or what's his name? Uh, Randy Orton's dad. He's an absolute legend because he made Randy Orton. <laughs> Cowboy Bob Orton, Randy Orton. Is Cowboy Bob Orton's leg- legacy in doubt? Yeah, absolutely. And now Randy's the better one and it happens. That's what happened. He gets surpassed. But that's only good. That's that can only be good for that person, right? You want your children to succeed. Your, you want you want you want your kids to do better than you, right? Oh, of course, yeah, of course. They they have their own name. The anyway, principal. going going back to this pay per view, the nineteen ninety eight um, uh, SummerSlam. The matches that I that I actually did watch that I like that I remember watching were uh, Edge and Sable against um, Mark Merrow. And Jacqueline, I mean, that was just for Sable to get her power bomb in. But you know, Edge, Edge, Edge looked good at that match, obviously. Uh, and 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 Mark Merrill was never bad. Never got. Uh, yeah, no. They had a. They, that's when they also did the Lions Den match between Ken Shamrock and Owen Hart in like the actual like UFC Lion Den thing. That was wild. Um, a, 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 a match that I just thought was was just bad. But like I, I knew I knew the storyline at the time. I knew what they were going for. They had a two on one match: the New Age Outlaws against <laughs> Mankind for the tag titles in a false count anywhere. And Mankind just got they just absolutely destroyed, thrown in the in the in the dump, <laughs> and then wheeled to the back by Kane. Oh yeah, Kane came at the end. That was a highlight. He was Kane, literally uh, the Daniel Bryan, like back in the day. Now that I'm thinking about it, like some of the shit that he would like get involved in it's like oh my god mankind you're getting your yeah, he ass would, kicked he would do everything <laughs> loved it then we had triple h and the rock in a ladder match now let me tell you that match how long do you think that went on for um 
and it's for the IC title in 1998. So Seven, they're both right, 17 right before their big, right before their, their <clears throat> like their started, like right before that. They're knocking on the fucking ceiling. They're like, yeah, I'm they're literally, now. they're like, this is like, this is what's about to make them almost like even bigger than 17 minutes. We have 26 minutes. Okay. What a match. Yeah. That, what that. a match. It was, it was really good. A lot of, a lot of the false, you know, Ladder climbs uh, uh, more more than a few times, and a lot of times I got caught off guard with how many times they threw each other off the ladder. Like they just like <laughs> push it over, they just push the other person off the, as they're climbing. I'm like, I don't I don't see that today. Everything has to be so uh, athletic that you know no one just we rarely see guys just you know just throwing someone off a ladder or just <laughs> running and pushing someone off a ladder because you know you don't want them to get hurt. And some some spots you know did look a little painful there (laughs) (laughs) there was no there's no common sense now in order to knock someone off the ladder you have to do like a reverse power bomb (laughs) oh you have to you have to set up a ladder outside the ring run up it spear them through like (laughs) (laughs) yeah I, i like that though actually bringing up points like that like that's why matches like sean versus razor ramon for like in the at wrestlemania 10 like those, like those ladder matches, you will never see a match like that again. It's true. Now it spearing, flipping, you have to put them through the ladder just to be relevant in the match. Like it's true. It's crazy, crazy stuff. Just the last match on that on that card was Stone Cold versus The Undertaker in a WWF title match, <laughs> and 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 Stone Cold won clean, and it was really good. Hell yeah, <laughs> it was really good. You know what? Stone Cold, like I've I've heard so many stories about him with new wrestlers like CM Punk when he uh, this was 2010. CM Punk went backstage. They were at a house show and he's like, "Yeah, Stone Cold, I want you to come out and stunner all the heels." He's like, "What? I, I, you want me to you want me to go out there? No one's ever asked me to go out there since 1999." And he's like, oh. "He's like, he's like, I'm asking you because you're like the biggest." wrestler probably ever other than hogan and rock it's like those are probably the big three yeah, he's, takers he's there. there you're right but like you mentioning stone cold and the undertaker in a wwf title match that just sounds like a dream for me like that just doesn't sound real so i could only imagine how great that match was i don't remember i don't really remember that match but stone cold going over clean that's that's interesting that's it was a good match is he the heel there? I don't. A lot of people were were rooting for him, but the whole thing was uh, no, because Undertaker was ministry. But the whole thing was yeah. um, <laughs> Kane uh, Kane coming out and the Undertaker telling him not to get involved in the match because he doesn't want his help. But it's not like he turned around and he got stunned. It's like the match kept going and then he lost. <laughs> yeah. So okay. it was like okay, good, like. Like, uh, I guess as like a retro review in 1998, you know, good for Stone Cold. He gets put over clean. Undertaker, you know, it's okay. <laughs> it's the Undertaker. On their Undertaker's VHSs. been a legend since 1990, since his debut. What a guy. A Microsoft 98, 99, and they would have to put it on a, I don't even know. I don't even know how they did it back in the day, but I can only imagine those reviews like on the radio. Yeah, uh, Stone Cold, he, he had a great match. He's an up-and-comer. He beat the Undertaker. And uh, yeah. That's great for the company. Now, Vince, what is, Vince is thrilled. What does this mean for Stone Cold in the future? What does this? 
is oh he is he, is he gonna be relevant in a year is he gonna get buried by are we like, gonna be like literally and figuratively <laughs> is, is hulk hogan gonna ruin him Oh my god. Well, I mean in 98 anything was possible. Even now anything's possible. I I'm still worried that Hulk's going to come back and he did. Beat Drew. He came back. He came... <laughs> Can you imagine the match? No. I don't want no. to. No, no. No, that's jokes, man. Holy crap. That's so funny. Anything else what... you want to talk about? Those were those were the most recent pay-per-views I watched, and I just forgot how exciting WrestleMania 35 was because of the fans. <laughs> you need fans. I miss <laughs> the fans. Oh. Also, one of my favorite moments in WrestleMania 35 was when Charlotte... Someone had someone in a <laughs> submission. I think Charlotte had, had her in a... Charlotte had Ronda in, some, in like a, was a it Boston the, Crab or something. Was it the double? Like yeah, like the double leg Boston Crab, and that's when that's when like Becky slid in the ring and she did like the double bird, like a quick little. To... Oh yes, I do remember that. I have it as a gift save on my phone, but I forgot when I'm watching the match, and I just I just see her like slide in, look at Ronda, and just like, and then attack. <laughs> and I'm like, that's that's amazing. You know what? That's something Stone Cold would do. I'm going to do this just to end the, end the pod today because it's hilarious. I'm going to pull okay. out a random DVD behind me. And I'm just going to bring up like two matches and we're going to talk about it. So I'm just going to do this. I'm going to pull this, pull this sucker out right here because we all love it so much. Bam. WrestleMania 28. And I want to talk about this match. Once in a lifetime? Yep. And I want to talk about... This match. End of an era? End of an no. era. Was it end of an era though? Okay. Let's talk about <laughs> Okay, you uh you lead you lead the charge. Tell me tell me tell me what you want to talk about. I'm just joking. I'm not talking about those two matches, but I wanted to bring up oh, CM Punk God. and Jericho because Ooh. that match I wa- I've watched that uh I want to say like five times. And the fact that, that match did not close. It just baffles my like. Okay, end of an era should have closed. That should have been the main event because of the name, because of the people involved. But Punk and Jericho, that was probably one of the better. Like you brought up Kofi and Brian, like that was one of the better WWE title matches at WrestleMania that I can remember. So, mm-hmm. anything, anything that you really remember from that match? Do you did you think Jericho should have won that? Like, did you did you like him tapping him out? Just what were your thoughts there? I'm gonna have to do a I'm gonna have to do a rewatch on that one, but um, it's so hard when you have two talented people like that who are going for the title, and uh, it's so hard because you can't you you you're, you're with that old mentality of yes the WWE title should go on last, but then arguably there are things that are bigger than the WWE title. Unfortunately, you know Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, and Triple H. <laughs> We're um we're there, and then um and then you have the Rock and Cena. <laughs> I, I I would have liked to have seen it go with um with um with uh, with Chris Jericho and CM Punk finishing it. That would have been a nice way to end the evening. You need some space in between these big matches, and if 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 you're gonna have someone be your WWE champion, and you're gonna have them at Mania, you. You should you got to push them as your main event. 
And if not your main event, push them like they're the main event, even though you're not the main event. <laughs> they need you're the champion. I think the thing that pissed me off too the most about that whole situation was like the build for it was great. Uh, thank God he didn't win the Royal Rumble because that would have been another predictable uh, Rumble win. So Sheamus winning that came out of nowhere. But it really did. But like this was right when Punk, he had the best summer, 2011. Like he literally made a huge name for himself. Went like he skyrocketed in fame. Beat John oh, yeah. Cena clean, potentially got John Cena canned, leaves the company, comes back, loses the title because of Kevin Nash, which, okay, sure. We've seen that before. People then, losing the titles because of Kevin Nash. And then the fact that, like, this is where I don't, this is where I get Punk's frustration. You, you're telling me that you're going to beat Chris Jericho in, like, the fourth match of the night. And then go on to basically hold on to the title for the whole year after that. And you couldn't main event WrestleMania. You really couldn't do it. If you had faith in him the whole year holding the belt, why couldn't it main event? Because of John Cena and The Rock? Because of, you know, the end of an era? Is that really why? And this is where the nostalgia thing just, it irks me all the time. Because we could have still had Punk in the company. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Yeah. I it's hard. It's hard because when when they're doing it with the fans, they really do like having the fans there, they do really need to rely on that. They, they I mean they have been relying on the nostalgia thing for years, but I think see the the difference. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of taking this into a, a different um a different view here. With, with nostalgia, you it, it makes sense when you have a live a live crowd there because they can react to these people, these legends coming out, right? But having them now, it's just so I don't know. It just feels so out of place. Like not out of place. Yes, they're they're wrestlers, but it's just there's no reaction to seeing them there. I don't. They're not. They're not needed there. We could have had. You could have easily have done. The Rock and John Cena, they didn't have to main event. You didn't have to have Taker in. I mean, I mean, they didn't main event, but they could have been there on the card, maybe a little bit sooner. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's it's so hard to decide that, but I think that the work that CM Punk has put on up until that point, and to reach that level, to be with someone also like Chris Jericho, who's a legend in his own right, and then for kind of both of them to get shafted down the card, it's kind of like. I guess you can say that what you said, you can say the same thing for Punk and Brian. These guys, they work so hard. And then Brian's had this career and, and Kofi's coming up and, that, and now they're both not even near the end of the card. Well, kind another, of near... another thing too, like how much do you value the WWE title at the end of the day in that, in that scenario? Like you're for, holding... for me, for yeah. me, the WWE title is the main title. I value it over the, the universal title just because it's the title that has the name of the company on it. <laughs> like, but you would think that you value a WWE title over a nostalgia once in a life. Like, okay, I get it. The, they built it for a whole year, Rocky it should Cena. Have, it should have been built like we have The Rock, we have John Cena, they're coming back, they're fighting each other. But then we also have our main event, the WWE chant. Like, come on, bring them up, man. Bring them up. Yeah, and that's where I don't blame Punk for leaving. And even the end of an era match to me was so 
forced like the whole like like they we they did they did Triple H and Undertaker the year before and that match to me is one of the slowest paced Yeah, that one was that ever. one was a slow one. But that's when Taker was, you know, he needed to get some work done, but he he chose not to. <laughs> yeah. That that a lot of rest holds, a lot of that, that that's Triple H matches though, but this one was a little more than usual. The the Tombstone, Triple H doing the Tombstone was awesome. It was like perfect. That was, that was, good to see, it was yeah. a great Tombstone. Holy crap. But Adding Shawn Michaels to it and adding the hell in the cell. They were just putting a little bit more sprinkle on already a, a great Sunday. Like we know how good it's going to be with those two guys. And they're just like, Oh, hold on. Let me just keep putting sugar. Let me just keep going. Yep. We gotta, we gotta put, we gotta milk this. We gotta hell in the cell. Sean, Sean, you come back. Yeah. Okay. Yep. You gotta do the super kick. Special, guest. Kick out. special, special guest ref, hell in a cell. Taker never loses those. <laughs> Like put it all on the line. Everything. His streak, the hell in a cell. <laughs> I love I love even Sean bit Sean in the match because he just retired Sean. Get everyone in there. Didn't he even say to Taker like during that match? He's like, if I win, you have to retire. Or no, maybe that was Brock. I think that was Brock. I wasn't him. But still. Brock. Brock versus Triple H was over. awful. <laughs> what was that? 27? That was 27. That was twenty. No, that was uh twenty. That was the year after this one. That was twenty nine. No. Yeah, because SummerSlam twenty twelve was the big Triple H versus Brock Lesnar and in the the perfect storm, and that was when he broke his his arm and he tapped out. Um. Yeah. I th- I'm thinking of twenty nine right now. That was when it was Heyman and Lesnar versus Triple. Yeah, H I remember Sean, and that was. It, uh, Pedigree on the steel steps. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's when they had their Extreme Rules match, right? Yep, and of course, Triple H had to win. Of course. You have to get even. <laughs> hey, all, all, uh, all he needs to do is beat Goldberg, and he'll, he'll be another superstar that, that have beaten uh, Brock and Goldberg in the last 10 years <laughs> clean in a, in, in, in a singles match. You know who did that pretty quickly was our boy there, Drew McIntyre. He did that pretty quickly. I fucking see, that's it. why I don't see Edge going over. No, there's no he's way. Just coming off beating Goldberg and Brock in one year? No. 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 Whoever he's fighting is losing. I hope it's I I mean, I would really be happy if Seamus won. That'd be a great switch up at Mania. <laughs> you can have you can have some kind of BS bullshit victory at at, at Fastlane. That's fine. As long as they're at Mania, Seamus and Drew. That's money. That's huge. Did you see? I, I want to see Drew win. <laughs> we'll see, man. But that's it for this week. That was fun talking a bit about new wrestling, old wrestling, and everything in between. So that's it for this week. Stay tuned for next week. This is me and Collab signing off.